Welcome to DST Radio, where we feature best-in-class insight and opinion from thought leaders and practitioners in the healthcare industry to help you stay informed to make the best decisions. DST Radio, I'm Greg Hersholt, and with me right now is Rick Valentine, Managing Director of Business Intelligence for DST Health Solutions. He's visiting here from Denver. It's good to have you here. Thank you very much. Appreciate the time. So HPO uh, allows us to look at various business functions and determine how to go about uh, making sure that those business functions operate as smoothly as possible and either at the lowest cost or the highest um, return on investment or whatever it is that we're trying to study. So I can give you several examples if that'd be helpful. Yeah. So one of the things that we like to look at is called Operations uh, Optimizer, and uh, we use that for looking at staffing patterns in a call center or a claims shop. Uh, we also use it uh, for a, a module called Network Optimizer, which, which helps health plans figure out which is the best uh, network of hospitals or physicians and pharmacies uh, that they should have in their plan to meet the needs of the uh, members that they're trying to care for. We use it also in conjunction with big data to identify ways of communicating particular message that the health plan wants to get out, whether that's a sales and marketing message or a medical management message. How do we get the right message to the right person at the right time? An optimizer allows us to balance the big data against the needs of the specific member of the health plan and find the best way of getting that message out. Uh, one of the um, projects that I like working on the best is around medical management optimization. For example, we use formulary, which is the list of drugs that the health plan will dispense or have allow the doctors to dispense. And how do we use the formulary to help manage the total medical spend and improve the quality of the patient's lives? How do we establish the right benefit design to make sure that all of the members are receiving the care that they need in a way that's cost-effective for both the member and the health plan? And those tend to be pretty fun projects that uh, make a big difference on the health plan's operations. I would imagine with this landscape shifting and so much new happening in this field that uh, these functions that you're talking about with optimization and, and these other functions are really beneficial to, to, to the business model. They can make a huge difference. Yeah. Um, typically health plans have uh, traditionally analyzed individual items or individual functions in a silo one at a time and there's not been a full appreciation of how a particular change in one area will impact another. For example, if there's a change in a benefit, uh, how does that impact physicians? How does that impact the call center when members have questions? And how do we appropriately staff and uh, anticipate what those changes are? And optimization allows you to do that real time before uh, implementing any kind of design to understand what the most effective way to implement those changes are. Let's try to zero on what, what a typical project would be and, and you know how you would start and how you would progress on something like that. You know, so a typical project has uh, four components. Uh, the first component we call discovery, and that's when we uh, establish what it is we're actually trying to optimize for. We call that the objective function. What are we trying to solve for? Is it a low cost? Is it a higher quality? Is it a change in patient behavior, a change in provider behavior? Uh, we translate that into an, um, a, a mathematical statement that allows us to say something like we want the lowest cost to produce this or the best quality using these physicians or whatever it might be. Um, so that discovery phase uh, leads to model construction. We build this model in a tool that we, um, uh, that we create and uh, those two phases typically take about two-thirds of the project. 
The third phase is called model validation. Once the model's been constructed, we have the customer take a look at it, make sure that it truly reflects their business. And then the fourth phase is called model execution. And in model execution, we'll run a number of different scenarios and what-ifs to make sure that we have, in fact, captured the best possible answer for whatever it is that we're studying. So the end result, when you go through all of those steps, is, you know, w what do you hope that the end result is? So it depends on the kind of study. So, for example, a network optimization study, what we're hoping for is the highest quality providers at the lowest cost of care with the highest patient satisfaction and with um, immediate access or close geo, we call it geo access, availability, drive time, or distance and to make sure that we also have covered such things as um, cultural diversity, language, etc. So we, we look for a financial result as well as a quality improvement result. We're talking to Rick Valentine, who is the Managing Director of Business Intelligence for DST Health Solutions, and you are listening to DST Radio. I want to talk a little bit more about this network optimization um, and the kind of data requirements uh, that are needed for a, for a project. So uh, on a network optimization, what we're trying to do is make sure that we have enough physicians in the right, of the right specialty in the right places for the members to be able to access care. So the first thing that we start with is the physician's location and the member's location. We also want to understand what the disease burden or what, the, what care the patients are going to require. So the, those are the first three data elements, location of physician, location of member, and the disease burden of the member. And that's where, money, that's where many of the, uh, of the analyses stop. What we like to add on top of that to make optimization work um, is a prediction of what that disease model is going to look like going into the future. We also want to make sure we've captured um, existing referral patterns. We look at the utilization patterns. What do the physicians currently do? Are they high utilizers of service or lower utilizers of service? And sometimes a low utilizer, while it might be low cost, leads to poor quality, so obviously we have to balance quality at the same time. Uh, we also like to look at the areas in which the physician might help the health plan with its revenue. For example, there's something called the HEDIS uh, measures, which measures quality and can translate into revenue. There's STAR ratings, which helps Medicare Advantage plans. And then there's something called risk adjustment revenues that are also able to enhance a health plan's uh, revenue to match the risk of its, of its members. Uh, and so we'll use those as tools as well. And finally, we like to make sure we've captured patient satisfaction. We'll take all of those variables, we blend them all together in the model, and at the end of the day, it comes out and tells us that this is the right group of docs, the right facilities, and the right locations so that the drive times are minimized, the distances are minimized, and uh, the costs of care are appropriate for the risk burden of that particular population. These sound like some pretty complicated calculations that you go through. Yeah, it really is. And uh, uh, optimization kind of has its roots back in heavy manufacturing and heavy logistics back in the 60s and 70s. Um, the advantage of the tool that we use is that it's been brought forward and, and um, modernized to the point where someone uh, who's relatively uh, adept at data management can handle no longer requires staff of PhD statisticians and uh, operations research people to be able to do it. A uh, typical model uh, will take anywhere from 8 to 14 weeks to construct, and we can do that with uh, well-trained uh, analysts. Uh, it's not something you just walk in off the street and do, but it, you know, a well-trained analyst can, can handle this kind of work. 
um, and the, uh, the heavy lifting of solving all of those simultaneous equations is done within the tool, and that's part of the magic of using the, uh, the tool that we've created. You find your clients are satisfied with the outcome? Um, they've been very happy with the outcome. Uh, oftentimes we'll find um, results that were not immediately intuitive. So we've done some provider network work where we, an we anticipated the answer to be this particular set of providers given this population with this means of compensating the providers for the care and the answer actually turned up to be just the opposite. So where we thought we would be paying capitation we needed to pay fee for service and uh, that was uh, a completely unanticipated result on our side as well as the client and it saved them a lot of money as well as uh, made a big difference in the care that the patients were receiving. If potential clients are hearing this and are kind of curious about it, they, they might be wondering what kind of a time frame it takes to carry out a process like this. And, and it depends on the model, and, but it will typically be anywhere from 8 to 14 weeks. Um, if there's something that's incredibly complex, it might be a little bit longer than that. Um, but we would typically assign uh, one technical consultant and uh, one uh, uh, what we call an HPO consultant, someone who's very deep in healthcare and understands um, the ins and outs of, of healthcare, whereas the technical consultant is more familiar with the model building, more of a mathematician. And in the end, it's a win-win-win-win. So far. You hope. So far. So far. That is fascinating. Uh, he's talking about the Health Plan Optimizer Analytics Suite, and we started off talking about what a mouthful that is, and now it seems to make some more sense. Rick Valentine is the Managing Director of Business Intelligence for DST Health Solutions. You're listening to DST Radio. Thank you for listening to DST Radio. For more information or questions, contact DST Health Solutions at 800-272-4799 or email us at marketing at dsthealthsolutions.com.